pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. It's bad enough that we the people have to put up with enforced inconveniences that are designed to supposedly protect us. But some government officials are using the coronavirus to literally trample upon our unalienable rights. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook. One such official is Mayor Deborah Finan of Champaign, Illinois. Now, she signed an executive order giving her the authority to ban the sale of guns and alcohol allegedly to address the coronavirus. The Democrat mayor signed the executive order recently declaring a state of emergency in that city. The gun and alcohol ban, which falls under the municipal code, gives the mayor extraordinary powers to enact over a short period of time. The ban also can be utilized to forbid the sale of gasoline, imposing food rationing and placing price controls and allows the city government to take property for what officials may dub to be an emergency for a short period of time. Hmm. It seems like Mayor Deborah Finan of Champaign, Illinois, listened when former Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel said, never let a good crisis go to waste. Here's hoping that the people of Champaign and elsewhere defeat the tyrannical desires of leftists seeking to destroy our God-given rights. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out TheRonEdwards.com for news updates and other great stuff. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. And good morning. This is Phil Stargell. This is the Abolitionist Roundtable of Michigan. And today in studio, off of assignment, Bruce Flurry. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Phil. Good morning. How you doing? Well, I'm doing pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, just... Uh, I think it's a permanent cloud over my head uh, when uh, you know when I have to watch the news. I have to watch it to try to stay informed yeah. so I can make a you know a reasonable try to stay informed. Yeah, with all the crap that's going oh, on now, boy. you know. You, it, I was telling Derek the whole the whole situation is so fluid right now. It's in a constant state of flux. Things yeah. change from almost uh, you know not just day to day or week to week, but almost minute by minute, minute, minute by minute. Yeah. 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 yeah, and 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 you know, so you, I know, um, mm-hmm. just like me. I mean, we we try to sit there and and make the best out of it, mm-hmm. and, and uh, try to come objectively. I mean, yeah. I'm I try to do an objective opinion. Yeah, and uh, but it's always, of course, going to be slanted toward my my own personal beliefs because that's what opinion is about. Yeah, who's who's isn't, right? But I I do want to be as honest as I can. Mm -hmm. Well, we always try to be. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I I think it's shameless (laughs) the way some of the the people on television, you know. Oh, I know. Put, I know. Uh, put their opinion across. It is just, it's just, just horrible. Well, you know, I've, I'm, I'm calling this. An, uh, people think we don't have March Madness in college basketball, which we don't. But we have a different kind of March Madness yes. now. It seems like everything. 
And I've I've heard people say what the 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 worst part about this is actually the 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 tone the the the, the panic the hysteria that seems to be coming out, you know, one you know, like in in waves almost. It's it's crazy. Um, you know, they're talking about. I mean, we already have two states that are on lockdown. You know, shelter in place. Mm-hmm. New York, uh, uh, New York State, California. And they're talking about in Illinois. I mean, Granholm, uh, Granholm, uh, Governor Whitmer. She finally had to get up up in front of the TV cameras yesterday and say, "No, that there's not going to be any shelter in place order in the state of Michigan." Mm-hmm. Thank God. That may be one of the few intelligent things that she's done since she's been in office. Yeah. Um, but I saw something which really irritated me. Uh, uh, not that I'm not that I'm not irritated now. Uh, Brian Stelter from uh, CNN uh, posted that Trump's reaction or handling of the coronavirus, COVID-19, is not only irresponsible, but even dangerous. And I'm thinking to myself, who are you trying to con? Yeah. I mean, for weeks, day after day, uh, hour after hour, it's been a constant torrent, a constant flood of abuse and condemnation and anything else you can, any other negative description you can attach to it of the job the president has been doing. I think Mr. Stelter should realize that what is really dangerous and really irresponsible is the atmosphere of division, of panic, yeah, panic, that, uh, that these people have, have just and embarked on, or established rather, all to gain cheap political points. Um, David Webb was talking about today that uh, uh, Ed Markey, the, uh, the that crackpot senator from Massachusetts, the uh, the, the green the green guy from from the green uh, weenie, yeah, the green weenie from from Massachusetts, <laughs> yeah. got up and lied on the Senate floor and said that the president had cut back CDC representation. Yeah. From 49 states to 10. Yeah. Turns out, fact check, you know, uh, checking your facts, that is not true that the actual presence was actually increased, yeah. you know, passed beyond 49 states. And yet, this is the type of stuff you have to listen to programs like David Webb. You have to listen to programs like, uh, like Sean Hannity or uh, Mark Levin to get the real story. Yeah. And if, and if, if, and, Again, this 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 did not stop with impeachment. They thought they could get him with all with the president with all these uh, all these uh, uh, scandals, these uh, manufactured crises or whatever. You know, uh, when we've gone through the whole laundry list, and they think now that they got him now on Corona, and they don't. In fact, the president of the United States has has done a tremendous job. Yeah, I mean, if he hadn't shut down uh, airline travel. Or, or all kinds of travel from China, China we'd exactly. be in a heck of a lot worse oh, yeah. shape. Did you hear? Uh, I don't know the guy. The guy's name is a British uh, doctor or researcher. He was looking at this, and he said if the Chinese had been forthcoming right from the very beginning, back in November, late November, early December, when this first started, and they had warned the world, the rest of the world at large, they could the, that we could have reduced the impact of this virus by 95%. Mm-hmm. 95%, Phil. Yeah, and um, to, to prove it, um, mm-hmm. look at the uh, 
the the rates in in uh, Italy. Oh yeah, you know, they're 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 higher than they were mm-hmm. in uh, in China. Supposedly, we don't right. really know. Well, we don't really know. But yeah. the numbers that they give us, yeah, uh, Italy has passed them simply because of the fact that they they allow life to go on as usual, mm-hmm. and probably even more so. You know, after they found out that there was a problem there because they were having things that involved China and they had a lot of trade and a lot of commerce. And a lot of Chinese people themselves that came in before they they got the message and sealed sealed everything. Now, now we have no idea how Which would have been the same with us. I mean, all of the... People uh, that that would have been into ch- in the, from China coming in here mm-hmm. was was stopped. I mean, yeah. just stopped at, tracks, just like yeah. that, and and uh, and so then the European thing too. But no, yeah. what we hear is, well, this is racist yeah. to call the the the, the coronavirus a Chinese or Wuhan coronavirus. Give me a break, okay? This is not uh, a a region of the a region of the world is not a race. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ebola is. A region in Africa, the with well, the river, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, let's see. What uh, West Nile virus is, is, is that racist? Hong, Hong Kong, Kong, Kong flu. flu. You know the it, about the only thing that the only the uh, the only. Uh, mis- I mean, I re- mis- I remember when the Hong Kong <laughs> flu come out. I mean, people were making some of the most vicious jokes you could think of, yeah. and nobody thought anything of it. Didn't they yeah. even have a cartoon character called Hong Kong Hong, Fui? Oh yeah, Hong, Hong Kong, Kong Fui. Fui. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they, uh, they, they, they were the people. Uh, I remember one show where a little kid comes through and says he's got King Kong yeah. flu. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, King yeah. Kong flu. Uh, you know, and and I was and I was telling you and I was telling Derek earlier about my own brother, uh, my oldest brother. He's uh, he's uh, in his eighties now. In the nineteen fifties, early fifties, when polio yeah. was 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 uh, really a problem, he actually caught the disease, but. Thank God, a vaccine had been de- uh, had been uh, had been developed in time for him to be able to uh, you know to beat this thing. And if wow. it ha- if it hadn't, he'd be he he would have been walking around in these heavy braces, you know, like yeah. uh, like like FDR was after he got polio. Yeah, uh, you know, I, we- I, I'm sure you remember the the commercials that they used to have on television about infantile paralysis mm-hmm. and all of that. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and, and showing these kids uh, in these heavy braces and stuff like that. Oh yeah, man. You know, that was a rough time. That was a very We've rough time. We've gone through some pretty we sure traumatic have. times, and, and, and we're going to come out of this yes, too. Yes. Because one thing that I, one thing that really, like I said, I'm just so angry at these, at, at these these media hacks and these these types that are fixated on, uh, on on terminology. You know, well, this is racist. That's right. This is and all. This is Chinese, all. And this is all designed to instill fear and, pa- and panic in people. Yeah. The thing. The thing about you got to remember this, Phil. When you panic mm-hmm. about something, okay, you lose the ability to think straight, yeah. to think rationally. When you start doing that, you make bad decisions, or in some cases, very poor decisions, mm-hmm. which actually make the problem worse. Yeah. Now I'm not saying this. We should poo-poo this, and uh, but we were gonna we're gonna get through this as long. A lot of the things we got to do is keep our heads about things. And we've got a leader that is decisive and makes yeah. makes his moves. Absolutely, and, you know. And 
when people come at him, yeah. he comes right back and says, well, that's right. I did it. Now what? Yeah. Now what? <laughs> right. And, and the thing you know. is, you and you look at this these vast amounts of money now, now that are going to be unleashed, a, a new round of quantitative, quantitative easing. Yeah. Okay. The politicians these days cannot seem to contain themselves. Mm-hmm. They have to throw in little my funding for little pet projects here and there. Uh, the the worst, the, the most egregious example was what Pelosi tried to get away with by yes. including uh, funding for abortion, yeah. uh, going around the Hyde Amendment. Yeah. They caught her with her pants down, yeah. so to speak. Oh God, imagine that! Oh, image. Man. Imagine that image, folks. Oh boy! <laughs> and 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 she and she pulled it. But you know, take you know, take your precautions. Um, you know, if you don't feel well. Check with your doctor. Uh, get screened if you uh, get tested when you can, when you're able to get tested. Uh, you know if, if if you all that good stuff. But keep your head about you. Uh, what's uh, what's the poem? You'll be a man if you can keep your head about you yeah. while others losing theirs. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be. A man. But again, there are just they're, they're still so wrapped up in this this idea that that Trump and his supporters are Nazis. Mm-hmm. Okay. In fact, James Clyburn yeah. said that. I wonder if Derek might have that uh that that clip. But uh basically uh what he what, what uh, Clyburn yeah. Uh okay, would you mind we can play that uh, Derek we can we can hear what this guy said uh so you don't have to get her second hand. I study history uh almost daily and I can tell you this country uh if we aren't careful. Uh, Going to repeat some history uh, that's not pleasant. Elaborate on that. We just we see an open fight with the media. Everything is fake news unless uh, it is favorable toward this president. We've heard open discussions by him, referring to himself as the law enforcer in chief. That we don't have that kind of stuff in this country. That's the kind of stuff that took place after 1932 in Germany. And I do believe that this country, this electorate, is not definitive. In this election, this year, this country could very well go the way of Germany in the 1930s. I really, seriously feel that. A year ago, you said that Trump and his family are the greatest threats to democracy of my lifetime. As a student of history, how would four more years be so debilitating to democracy or the things that you care about? During his State of the Union address, Trump told 31 lies. Fully half of those lies, the Republican side of the aisle standing up and cheering. They knew that was not true, but they cheered him on. I really believe that um, the people of Germany knew Adolf Hitler was lying, but they cheered him on. And before they knew it, they no longer had a chancellor, but a dictator. I, anything that's happened before can happen again. That's pretty stark terms, right? You're comparing Republicans to Nazis, right? And you're comparing no, him I'm to Hitler, or, the, or the, the dynamic. The dynamics, the dynamics. What happened to your Republican friends? Help me understand, like the Republicans who you know are, are privately pretty uh, critical of, of Trump. Like, how did they get to the point where they go along or they applaud or get to the point where you'd even say, listen, like there's parallels to, to what happened in Germany to what we're seeing here? I don't know what happened. Uh, 
I know the thirst for power. I think the poster child for that would be Lynch Graham. Yeah, isn't that isn't that a nauseating uh, comment? Yeah, and not only is it nauseating, uh, it's it's completely it's, historically. It's it's a uh, it's a dream. He down. wants he. This is his idealism uh -huh. for the country to mm -hmm. fall under that type of of authoritarianism under Democrat rule. Yeah. When he talks about democracy, mm -hmm. this is not a democracy. No. And it never was intended to, yeah. for anybody to teach anybody. And he's a lawmaker, and he's he's running around here spouting this nonsense about democracy. We don't want to protect democracy. Uh -huh. Democracy is what he wants. Yeah. He wants the, the kind of democracy that they had in Nazi Germany. Well, you know. And, and, and one yeah. more thing. Yeah. And to prove it, he is the guy that said that uh, that the, the unemployment rate was better under slavery. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so well, let's 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 uh, uh, let's not talk about what who wants what and and who wants to return to what because this man is on the Democrat plantation mm -hmm. and he'll be on the plantation till he dies. Well, I got a couple of things to say that before we, I believe we have a caller uh, waiting. Uh, yeah. A couple of things I want to uh, say in response to this before we get to the call here. First of all, the President of the United States is the law enforcement officer in chief, and it is stated so in Article 2, Section 3 of the United States the Constitution. The chief law enforcement officer. Okay, the President is to see that the laws are faithfully executed. Okay, he doesn't make the laws. Okay, we have a Congress for that. Yeah. Okay, his. That it's it's in it's in the title executive officer. He is supposed to execute the laws. That's right. And secondly, this idea I've I've really had a had more than a snootful from people like this who compare the Republicans to Nazis because first of all, uh, Congressman Clyburn, Representative Clyburn, show me the death camps, show me the ovens, show me the concentration camps, show me the uh, the the, uh, the the synagogues burning, show me uh, show me all this stuff. That the, uh, the, the that the Nazis not only uh, enabled but but perpetuated to the point where six million Jews were put were put into the ovens and uh, sent into the great beyond for the simple fact that the simple crime of being Jewish. Yeah, Mr. And, uh, and Clyburn, you are a piece of work, and you really should not be anywhere near. A single, uh, a single element of power on any level, and, even dogcast. And if, if he wants to talk about what, who did in mm -hmm. in the past, yeah, uh, he's in the party of all of the things that he says he hates. Yeah, yeah, he's in that party, right? And and uh, and and their their main drive mm -hmm. is to turn this country into a democracy, right? And, and then turn it into. <sighs> A totalitarian state, either socialist or communist. Right. Now, I did a whole chapter on eugenics in, mm -hmm. in, in my book on the, on the Negro Project. There wasn't a single Republican uh, policy that the Nazis looked to in the United States yep. for, for, for the, to lay the groundwork and the yeah. basis for their race-cleansing program. Yeah. The state of Virginia, a southern state dominated by Democrats, had... The uh, had, had these had these uh, uh, forced uh, forced sterilization laws. Oh yeah, oh, which yeah, the, yeah. along with California is yeah. what the Nazis used 
to uh, to uh, to to uh, establish uh, their action T four force youth Asia program yeah. and sterilization program. Yeah. Now come on, yeah. okay. This is this type of stuff has got it, to be it, stopped it, ta- being taught in schools. Yeah. Okay. It no th- this has to be taught in schools. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The the true history, but what the, the what needs to be stopped being taught in schools is this distortion of history by so called students of history like James Clyburn, right. Democrat, he South comes, Carolina. He comes from the state. <clears throat> That began most of this, mm-hmm. South Carolina. South Carolina with the, the black with the black codes. With the uh, black codes. Uh, what's his name? Ben Tillman. Tillman. Ben Tillman. White supremacy. White supremacy. He even hey, said that on the Senate floor. White supremacists. Right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And so, okay. Uh, let, and, let, let me kind of come down on the street. And the Democrat <laughs> Party. The Democrat Party. Yeah. I'm going to read to you one day the the mm-hmm. the uh, the. King Cotton, Cotton is King. Cotton is King. Yeah. About uh, uh, about what and where place the Democrat Party has for Black Americans? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, for so-called African Americans. Yeah, because that's who they preach their nonsense to, and who accepts it. Anybody that would uh, would accept taking the liberation that was given to them by the Republican mm-hmm. Party because they say that the Republican parties are not overt racist mm-hmm. but undercover racist. They yeah. are uh, the, the, the type of people that, uh, that say one thing and do another. And, 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 but but they, uh, they don't mind the Democrat Party no. who, who not at all. takes you and hangs you from a tree yeah. and make their statement. I I think I'd rather have the uh the undercover racism. Yeah. Uh we're gonna go quickly to Ken from Livonia. Good morning, Ken. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. Yeah, I just wanted to bring up uh speaking as a Christian, I just wanted to say I'm disappointed with the reaction that I see within some of the Christian community dealing with this uh, Chinese coronavirus. And just a reminder, people, we've got to deal with facts and numbers. True. And uh, I've made a point of talking to a lot of people that I personally know in the medical field, Mm -hmm. as well as uh, listening to a lot of experts on uh, different programs. And I stand a better chance of catching the common flu, getting in a car crash, uh, dying of other natural causes. Being shot in I Chicago do, on a weekend, right? The corona. Yeah, being shot on a weekend in Chicago, right? <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And as a Christian, I have to keep in mind, what is the worst thing that can happen to you if you were to get struck by lightning mm-hmm. and die? You go home with the Lord. Yeah. So... Why am I seeing all these Christians uh, all upset over what is happening? And there again, even my family doctor, he said, look, the facts are this. Mm -hmm. Look at the numbers. The common flu that now all of a sudden the news media doesn't even want to talk about kills a lot more people worldwide than the coronavirus. Yeah. Well, you know, go ahead, Ken. Well, and, and looking at that fact... Mm-hmm. I have to address all the pastors and all the leaders of the different Christian churches. And now I'm an elder at uh, the church I belong to, mm-hmm. but what bothers me is these churches that have forgotten who their boss is. Yeah. And 
I am 100% against, I don't care what the governor says or the president, I'm 100% against closing any church. Oh, same um, here. If, if, if a member of a church chooses not to want to come, hey, that's their choice. Right. But God is my boss as a Christian. He's the boss that says, open the church on Sunday, open the church on the other days of worship. And having weak, having weak need pastors, well. having weak need members of church council. Thanks so much. Great points. Great points, Ken. Great points. Thanks for calling. If you'd like to join the conversation, 734-822-1600. We'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. Hello, I am Milt, and this is Logically Speaking Uncensored. The United States Constitution was not written for everyone. In 1787, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, a delegation of literate, patriotic men endowed with a reverence for a Judeo-Christian God convened a Constitution Convention for the purpose of ratifying a Constitution for a fledgling nation called the United States. One of the notable ratifiers was Dr. Benjamin Franklin, a founding father who after ratification was approached by a Mrs. Powell, who inquired of him, Sir, what have we got, a republic or a monarchy? To her inquiry, Dr. Franklin succinctly replied, A republic, if you can keep it. My commentary heading, The United States Constitution was not written for everyone, may disappoint, shock, and surprise people who believe the Constitution applies to everyone without exceptions. But this is a misconception. The United States Constitution, a unique one-of-a-kind document, was written for legal citizens dedicated to defending national independence, security, sovereignty, and survival. The Constitution was not written for illegal immigrants, open borders, flag burners, and subversives who disparage and disrespect the Pledge of Allegiance and National Anthem. The Constitution was not written for race mongers, pigmentation politics, slavery, class warfare, or liberalism. The Constitution was not written for political correctness or people who murder babies by abortion and sell their body parts. The Constitution was not written for gender-confused people who attack businesses like bakeries and florists and Christian organizations, demanding they abandon their beliefs and endorse gender abnormalities, and if they refuse, accuse them of Constitution violations. However, the Constitution was written for enshrinement of laws that protect legal citizens from malicious injustices. 
Therefore, the words of Dr. Franklin are as significant today as they were in 1787 because anti-constitutionalists are committed to nullifying the Constitution as written and retrofit it into what they call a living and breathing document open to arbitrary changes where fascist fiats would become the laws of the land. And should such a document materialize, keep the United States as a republic would be impossible because without the Constitution, restrictions against communistic, socialized democracy would not prevail. American patriots should honor and praise the Constitution ratifies its men of sane minds, innocent of totalitarian derangements, with authorized powers to write words and judicial edicts as they desired. But they judiciously framed specific laws to protect the nation from insurrectionists and tyrannical dictators. And, except for legitimate amendments, words not included are unconstitutional. The Constitution was written by and for legal citizens to be governed by constitutional integrity and not mob rules. And if we the people wish to keep the nation as a republic, we must embrace the wisdom of Dr. Franklin and proudly rectify truth without guilt or shame, knowing that the United States Constitution was not written for everyone. I am Milt. Logically speaking, other senses saying, think about it. And I am proud to be an American. And thanks to Milt Harris for another great commentary. As always. And uh, we uh, hope to have uh, hear from Milt uh, sometime uh, in, the, in the future. Mm-hmm. We, we did get a chance to speak with him pretty in, at length last week. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, we got a full bank of lines of times. Why don't we put them on and then you can get to your agenda? Sure. Okay. Uh, We'll get through these. uh, Yeah. Folks, uh, if you be brief with your comment and things, we uh, we need to get to Bruce's agenda before uh, before the end of the hour. Mm -hmm. And we're going to start with uh, Elizabeth from Beverly Hills. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning, gentlemen. And this hour so far and the hour before with Dr. David Janda are probably the most important words I've heard in so long. I'm almost weepy with delight. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing. And every single person who's listening needs to share WHAM and the information that they're hearing with at least 10 of their friends. Yes. We need to get the frenzy that's going on out there under control yeah. and have people understand what's really happening. And thank you so much for your service and getting up early and getting in there and, and doing what you do. I really appreciate it. And and thanks to Wham for what they're yes. offering. Well, thanks very much. And our thank plan you so is, much, Our plan is to turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah. <laughs> turn it, well, turn it up and, and, and bring it, and bring and it all your, back. Your... your interaction with each other this morning and even ken was brilliant well thank I mean, you it it were the words were fabulous thank you thank you so much we appreciate that and the check is in the mail <laughs> <laughs> thank you. well we need to send you checks uh, that's right you sure do uh yes. you sure do how are you how are you holding up in all this you know what it has been i don't have a lot of 
of friends, and this time of isolation has been pretty terrifying. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and and I appreciate what I've heard mm-hmm. just in the last hour and a half on Wham. Honestly, it has been, and, and I do have conservative, we the thinking friends. Thank God for that. Mm-hmm. And we're actually getting together tomorrow at someone's house because they banned us from the restaurant. Yes. So, yeah. I, yeah. I, I I do have I do have mm. conservative Christian wonderful friends, but my church is closed. Oh boy. Yeah, that was... know, it, it it was open last Sunday. I have yeah. actually a Saturday church and a Sunday church and yeah. they're both closed. However, my Saturday church is actually having communal communion over the internet, mm. you know, so that so that people aren't so isolated. I'll I'll yeah. send you the link. Well, thank you. Please, please anyway, do. Th- thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thanks so much for calling. God bless you. And stay safe out there. And thanks. God bless you. Too. Thanks for I the wonderful safe. words. Thank you. And in the words of uh, Mr. Spock, live long and prosper. <laughs> yeah. There uh, you go. There you go. <laughs> now, that, now that reminds thank. thank you. And thank you for reminding me about this, uh, Elizabeth. The Tri County Liberty Coalition uh, meeting for uh, next, next Saturday, the 28th. Uh, has been canceled because uh-huh. uh, our meeting place, Noni's, out yeah. there on on a Rochester Road north of 16 Mile, is uh, is closed. Uh-huh. So uh, once we get more information on the uh, on uh, the April meeting at uh, National Coney Island, uh, we'll get back with you folks. And but for now, uh, you know, first things first. Okay, okay. we're going to go to line two and Barb from Shelby Township. Good morning, Barb. Hey, Barb, how are you, dear? Good morning, Bill and Bruce. Yeah. I'd like to bring a couple of upticks here for everybody because things, you know, everything's depressing. I know. First of all, I'd like to say that all the kids who are not in school are being homeschooled. Is that a good thing? Parents have control over their kids instead of the education system. Yes, yeah. And the, and the educators do not want this time to count towards their education while... Because it demonstrates that we don't need them. Yeah, just like the just like the old days, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, be, be, yeah. Before we had the, when we had a real public education system. <laughs> yeah, you're with and the parents can be home with their kids. They can clean their house. They can be with their families. Mm-hmm. They can sleep in. They can bake cookies. Uh, hello, let's go back to family life. Yeah, yeah. And well, and the other thing is, uh, thieves won't have to ste- rob. Occupied houses during the oh, day. Oh yeah, yeah, that's when right. everybody's gone. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. the other thing is, this country needs a good scrubbing. Yeah, oh, God, it yeah. Turned yeah. into a third world country dump. Yeah. by foreigners who don't want to become us. They just bring their filthy habits here. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. You are true. You are so right. Well, uh, well, Andrew Wilkow. Yeah, well, Andrew Wilkow was saying, Barb. Andrew Wilkow was saying that if you keep bringing more people in from outside the country, eventually you're going to have the outside of the country in the inside of the country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's absolutely right. So, God bless Donald Trump and keep him Absolutely. Absolutely. God bless, so God bless the law enforcement officer in chief. Yes. Oh. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank Take you care, so dear. much. Stay safe. All right. We're going to go to, uh, quickly to line three and Gary. Gary from Hazel Park. Gary, good morning, my friend. How are you? Hey, gentlemen. Right. Uh, Clyburn, um, it's really tricky comparing anybody to Nazis because they were singular and what they did was completely horrific. Mm -hmm. But before they actually marched across Europe, 
before they were the uh, destruction <clears throat> machine they were. They wanted to ban books. Who mm-hmm. wants to ban books? The liberals. Yeah. Abortion is what I would call the modern-day genocide against blacks or the concentration camps mm-hmm. and the Jews. Yeah. Um, they want to uh, confiscate our guns. One of the first things the Nazis did was confiscate the guns. They want to um, socialize medicine. One of the first things the Nazis did was socialize medicine. The brown shirts. The brown shirts went around beating up people that didn't agree with the Nazis. Mm-hmm. What do you think Antifa is? That's right. So if you want to compare anybody to frickin' Nazis, look at yourself, Mr. Clyburn. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, Gary, you're, ab- you're absolutely right. And, and uh, when you were talking about burning books, I believe there was a, uh, a uh, German, he was either a theologian or an educator about 100 years before that, says any, that said any society that burns books will eventually burn people. Do you do you remember do you happen, do you happen to recall that uh, that remark that quote? I'd have no, to look but it I up. I bet you it's accurate as hell. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I believe it was back in the uh, about the 1830s or mm. 1840s. I'd have to look that up. Um, I'm sure I can on my handy dandy little. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll let you go in a second. But one of the most ironic things that just happened two days ago is Amazon is banning the sale of Mein Kampf. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they say: you got to know your enemy. That's why. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or is it know right, your enemy? Yeah. <laughs> Interesting well. thought there, Gary. Um, and it's a good point about the. Uh, and thanks for calling, my friend. And thank you. For, stay safe. And thank you for uh, for keeping the seat warm for me uh, last uh, last Saturday. Um, have you noticed that the uh, the surge in gun sales that has been taking place yes, across the country? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But the, you know what? There should be a surge in. There should be a, a surge in constitutional carry laws. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yep. Constitu- constitu- uh, some kind of way. Yeah. We need reinforcement mm-hmm. of our constitutional yeah. laws. All of this other nonsense, uh, some clown uh, mayor telling people they can't buy bullets and they can't buy guns and all of this, that yeah. kind of nonsense needs to be stopped. But, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's again. This is just such a uh, such a fluid uh, time. I mean, things are yeah. just changing uh, so but so, so rapidly. Time. You can barely keep you can barely keep up with it. If we can keep our heads about us, yeah, um, we could we could make this. We could return this country the the greatness that that Trump has set out in his. Well, in his, uh, well, I'm ad- absolutely convinced that when this pandemic is over, um, you know, we're going to see a lot of uh, a lot of pent up uh, demand and and just it's it's like holding a it's like holding a uh, the rushing waters back with the Hoover Dam. Well, when but that see, thing here's breaks. The, here's the thing: you're going to see a lot it, it, of great stuff happening. You know, uh, I'm Trump, convinced of that. Trump has proven these people wrong so many times, yeah. and instead of them saying, you know. This guy might be on to something. Yeah. They what do they do? Oh no! Don't believe what your lying eyes tell you. No, 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 no. But you know, it's it's uh, they 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 attack Trump for the, uh, you know, first of all for shutting down uh, travel from China. Yeah. They're attacking him now for shutting on uh, tra- travel from Europe. Yeah. And this type of thing, they're always on the attack. Yeah. And like they said, this thing about Stelter, uh, you know, the media and the the mainstream media. And I'm sure that there's a connection here. Their involvement with uh, with with Chinese financiers and that type of thing. Um, 
is not as and I and I asked myself why isn't uh, Brian Stelter and Brooke Baldwin and all these people uh, do, 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 uh, Chris Matthews all these people why are they not going to China to ask them the hard questions for instance why did you wait okay until this thing became got became so I so out of control for you people that uh, you couldn't you couldn't stop it well they oh. they, they are convinced that that uh they might just disappear. Yeah. <laughs> One night, you get over there and start saying the wrong. No, I'm thing. talking about the I'm talking about the government itself, uh, President Xi and the Politburo. These people these people have a lot to answer for. They got a lot of explaining to do. Yeah. Another thing and, is and, why and, did they, and, and they, why did they suppress it? Why did they arrest the people yeah. who were trying? Well, that's what I'm saying. Trying that, that they know to that alert are, the rest of the world. There are constant, and one of them died, but there are they know that. There are consequences that yeah. they are not willing to pay if you get on the wrong side of the these communists. Yeah, and make no mistake, if the if the Clyburns of this country ever get to the point where they have the control and the power that they seek, that yeah. they lust for, yeah, <laughs> you you might as well be living in uh, Soviet Union or Nazi Germany. Yeah, well, you know, and and uh, it's. Uh, and this is one of the things we we've got to fight. We got to fight our own media, for God's sake. Okay, you cannot you cannot well, trust these about. people. You can't trust them to to even tell you the sky is blue without going out there and checking it out for yourself. Yeah, they've joined up on the wrong <laughs> yeah. team. Yeah, but um, you know we've been uh, talking a lot about bringing back uh, the manufacturing mm -hmm. from China. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, we've been talking about uh, the last few weeks talking about you know bringing it all back. And mm -hmm. starting with pharmaceuticals, yeah. because you have almost what at least ninety percent of our antibiotics and and other and other drugs are now being made in in China. Yeah. Remember Park Davis and Company? They yeah. were right down there in Jefferson exactly. on, the, on on the waterfront. They were yeah. one of the top pharmaceutical firms in the entire country. They've gone bye bye. Yep. When the, when while these jobs started being offshored because they uh, the they went where the where the money was, yeah. you know, where you could uh, you have cheap labor and that type of thing. When you have cheap labor, um, you're not getting. Now, did Park Davis go actually out of business, or I they, don't know if they went they, bankrupt or they, if they were absorbed into another, you yeah. know, another maybe one of the callers has uh, some insight on that. But but the thing is that the slot that they filled was filled by China and India. Yeah. And the thing is that that is what we have to do. We have got to get the minds of the great minds of this country together. Yeah. And at first they have to be they have to be conservative. Yeah. Because you're not going to get past first base with with the liberals and the socialists, because mm -hmm. they're they're going to want the government to grab everything and and see that's take and, it over. And see that's that that's the big issue. We how do we how do we keep the gov government involvement to a minimum? Okay, we can do this mm -hmm. without an overreaching federal government. The president of the United States has shown us the way. Yeah, cut regulations, uh, make it easier to hire. Uh, make it easier fat to bring the mar products to the marketplace faster, uh, especially uh, you know these uh, these medications now. These uh, that they they just started the first human testing for a vaccine right now, and there's another one that was uh, I forget the name of it, but it's uh, was has been very successful in treating malaria. Yeah, you know that type of thing. And and 
and and and these, and, and that ju- and that particular drug, mm-hmm. I heard the guy talking about the fact that they actually killed the co- 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 coronavirus. Co- corona. Nineteen virus. Yeah, that's only the second time that that's ever happened. That's ever happened. The other time was with the hepatitis C, mm-hmm. and uh, that to me is it's just remarkable. I mean, that's just uh, that is that is that, I mean, that, because, that's truly amazing. Because I I, I I can remember the days when they were saying, they, "Well, they've never they've never killed or cured a, a virus." Yeah, and now we got two of them that's been done. Yeah, that's and that's 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 amazing, and 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 the 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 time frame, sixty-five days. That was unheard of. Yeah. So this is this. Well, and it that, took what ten years to yeah get to the research where they could uh, uh, get the code of uh, break the code of uh, the AIDS virus. AIDS virus, yeah. And yeah. Uh, this this thing, they <laughs> they got right in there. Yeah. And of course, they they had the uh, the other research, and that just helped them with this. Mm-hmm. But that just shows you. Yeah. That uh, that when the attention of America gets on you, you you better be ready. Oh sure, sure. And and again, you know, bringing not just the manu- the manufacturing of pharmaceuticals back to this country, but all these other uh, great industries that we pioneered, you know, electronics. And, yeah. You know, and, and the automobile industry and, shouldn't and, even and, be a consideration no, for Huawei should, being yeah wa- being a challenge to uh, to Apple. To, yeah, yeah. I, I know, and and. It's it just the potential that we can that that is out there for tremendous economic growth and wealth creation. Well, you know what wealth creation, uh, you, especially where the black community is concerned. Yeah. And and you know what I I consider to be the biggest cause of this rift yeah. mm-hmm. is the difference of philosophy. See, with the two party system that we have here. We've gotten uh, into a real argument about what the fundamentals of this country ought to be. Mm-hmm. We got a big contingent that wants socialism and communism yeah. in this country. That has to be taken under real advisement. Mm-hmm. We got to figure out a way to get this country back to what made it great, and that was free markets, capitalism, yeah, and republicanism is the government as a form of government and how about a little common sense too where this is involved i was reading an article yesterday the other day uh at work um online and i don't know i've the the name of the author escapes me but he's a medical healthcare professional md and he was talking about the spanish flu mm. and pandemic and what they found and which really makes a, a lot of sense when you think about it is that these patients did better when they were taken out of these confined spaces yeah. like barracks and, and, yeah. and hospital rooms, put out there in the fresh air and sunshine, and it killed the virus. Yeah. It killed the virus. And I thought to myself, well, maybe my mom was onto something when she said, what are you doing in the house yeah, watching get outside, TV? Get, get outside, get some fresh air <laughs> yeah, and sunshine. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, things are so – you got people so cowed these days because, oh – if the kids play on the front yard, something might happen to them, or you know the uh, the ozone the ozone layer is is uh, burned away, and mm-hmm. they're going to fry and that type of thing. Well, and, I've yeah. been I've been around for what almost sixty, almost seventy years, and hey, yeah. you know I'm I'm still here. <laughs> and that you know that is the yeah. the origination of all of this nonsense about the world going to end in twelve years. Yeah, because they were saying that uh, that uh, you know the outside was a dangerous place, you know. Uh, 
the sunshine, uh, the sunburns. And, yeah. You know, it's, and, and, and then another thing, talking about how the fresh air is, uh, maybe Dr. Janda could, uh, could let us know maybe next week when he, if he can call in and let us know if there's been any, uh, any uh, uh, attempts to, uh, to try to address this with uh, hyperbaric therapy. You know, mm. They just flood the, the, the entire body with, with oxygen mm. because that is, may have had such great, uh, great results in fighting Alzheimer's and uh, dementia and that type of thing. Well, I can hear the, I hear the drums rolling here. Yeah. <laughs> it brings us to the end of another, another program. And uh, please remember, folks, that the uh, Abolitionist Roundtable of Michigan is a listener-supported broadcast. Um, we really do rely on your help to stay on the air. So uh, if you're so inclined, uh, make that uh, check out to uh, Art of Michigan, P.O. Box 135, Garden City 48135. Phil? Yes, and uh, we are going to be updating and upgrading some information shortly. Next week, we're going to give you a better idea of the direction this show is going to be going in the coming weeks. See you next week, folks. God bless everyone to stay safe. Invites the Wham Talk 1600 listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan, 48135.